This is about a story podcast. A track that's much more than just a story. And now, introducing to you our tandem, Ninis. Ninis? Seriously? Who came up with that name? But anyways, you heard that right. My name is Yunisa Sintoromiskal. And I am Neil Oliver De Leon. We guarantee you that this podcast is for you. So, how are you today, Neil? Just like the usual. Nothing's new. I'm fine. How about you? That's good, that's good. Everything is going well for me. Well then, let's start. Okay, okay. now we're introducing, introducing you the story of Ang Batang Maraming Bawal. The story was written by Fernando Rosal Gonzalez, artworks made by Rodel Tapaya. Translated into English by Rebecca T. Anyunuevo and edited by Oscar V. Campomanes. Did you know that our chosen story is a kind of ekphrasis work? Oh really? But can you elaborate more what is ekphrasis for our listeners? Well, ekphrasis is an art that was inspired by another art. It is how visual representation is expressed verbally. Just like the story we're going to talk about, the author just made a story out of Rodel Tapaya's paintings. That's a great trivia, partner. And if I'm not mistaken, that is the winning story of Canvas's second annual Romeo for Best Children's Story Writing Competition. Yes, that's right. From its title, partner, were there many things that you were prohibited from doing when you were young? Not really. My parents have been supportive of me and let me explore things I wanted to do, as long as I'm aware of my limitations. How about you? That's good to hear then. The same as yours. I'm able to do whatever I want as long as it will not put me in any trouble. <laughs> so, do you have a background about the story? Well, the story primarily revolves around Romeo, a young boy who is forbidden from doing many things. Except for doctor's appointments, he was not allowed to go outside or play. He is a poet and a dreamer, with a vast imagination that is stronger and more alive than anything else. Despite his circumstances, he is doing his best to live his life and put negative things aside. Oh, that's exciting. I can sense it already that this conversation is going to be great. Since you've mentioned that it's all about a boy who wasn't able to play outside, why? Why is that? I mean, why isn't he allowed? Unfortunately, his parents won't let him because he has a medical condition. His body is frail and isn't strong enough to keep up with the normal kids. Oh, I see. That's heartbreaking. He has a regular checkup, right? Yes, yes, and what's more painful is that, one day, a thought even came to him saying that, is the world only for strong people, for talented, quick, brilliant, and agile persons? It's sad, because he grew up differently compared to others. Indeed, his feelings are valid. And you know what? There was a time, when he was already happy by just seeing the balloon flying from an occasional birthday celebration, when he could have been more than that. I agree with that. That's surely depressing. But what's more depressing is how we just noticed those negative things. Are we still fine, my dear co-MC? <laughs> of course, of course. It's not impersonal. Just a story. <laughs> if you say so. But don't you think his parents were too strict on him? No. I don't think they were. I mean, from the looks of it. Ever since he was a baby, he's been going in and out of the hospital. So, he's probably seriously ill, right? For me, 
is bared only for his sake. Of course, who would want to see their child in pain, right? Right. But aside from the things you've just mentioned a while ago, there's also a brighter side. Like what? But wait, let me catch you first. I'm now liking the story now that we're looking at the positive sides, huh? <laughs> of course. That will be included, dude. First and foremost, he always has his parents by his side. They will always make sure that he is safe and has things that would make him happy. They were always so supportive and loving. Hmm, how do you say so? Well, by the fact that his father was always there to listen and comment about his dreams and how his mother praises him when he shows his work is already a bright side. Oh, that's true though. What a supportive family. Now, I'm curious about what pastimes does he usually enjoy doing despite the fact that many activities are forbidden to him. Well, despite the prohibitions, he still found things where he was happy and excelling. And that is read books, compose poems, and especially sleep, because he loves the idea of dreaming. That's amazing, but wait, sleeping caught my attention so much. I wanna talk about his dreams, or the one you call a while ago, the idea of dreaming. Sure then, let's talk about it. Besides, the day is still young. <laughs> That's true. Here, I have a theory that he was lucid dreaming. How do you say so? Do you think that's the reason on how he sees his dreams so clearly? Mm, I don't know. But since he used to sleeping, it might be a factor. He wanted to explore the country without having to deal with bullies, no one to mock him, and most importantly, no more forbidden activities. His desire's imagination when sleeping was so strong that he could control his dreams and explore the Philippines. He was flying, you know. He knew where and how the places looked, dude. Wow, your theory is just fascinating. Or maybe it's possible too that since the story has mentioned that he found frequent company in books and reading and him liking things that flies or flying in general led me to believe that these were the reasons for his vivid dreams. Oh yes, I think yours is right. <laughs> I remembered when it was his birthday. The present that he liked to receive were objects that flew or heavenly things like balloons, birds, airplanes, clouds, and rainbows. That's why his father made him a painting like that. That makes sense. In short and so, given many things that he was forbidden to do, he would prefer to go back to and dwell in his dream world to cope up with his overpowering sadness and feeling of being alone. In such a fantasy world, he is free to do what he wishes to, things he is unable to do in the real world. He's escaping the reality through sleeping. You know what? We can compare Romeo to a bird stuck in a cage because, just like a bird, he has no freedom and happiness at all. Everything that he does has limits. It's like just watching the kids from afar live their normal lives. His life must be boring because his routine was just repeated day after day. Well, yeah, that's the reality. Even if he didn't choose to live a life like that, he has no choice. I'm just glad he didn't wallow in self-pity. Instead, he continued to do his hobbies. Those circumstances didn't stop him from living his life to the fullest. Also, speaking of comparing, do you know the cartoon series Pokemon? Of course. And why is that? He resembles a certain Pokemon. I completely forgot the name of that large blue character. Hmm. Oh, wait. Big and blue Pokemon? You mean Snorlax? The one who is always asleep or loves to sleep? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
It's a Snorlax. How can I forget about him? Gosh, but right? Romeo is just like that. <laughs> because he loves to sleep. <laughs> I didn't think of that, but that's for real and cute. You're so witty, man. Small thing, dude. <laughs> Kidding aside. But seriously, I think if I were the kid, I'd do the same thing. I'd listen to my parents and will also look for hobbies that will make me happy without me being in trouble, like making poems and reading books. How about you? Well, for me, I'd also do the same thing. But I think I would refrain myself from sleeping too much and would not engross myself in fantasies. I'd rather focus on what I can do in the real world. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, of course, you made that one clear. Anyway, in addition to our conversation, what do you think is the message of the story? I think the message of the story is that disability is not hindrance to owning one's ability. He may not grow up as a regular kid, but there were also things that he was capable of doing that other children couldn't. It's really about positivity. No doubts, dude. It's about seeing the good in the midst of circumstances and living your life to the fullest. Gosh, I'm just so proud of Romeo. He really did well and came too far before reaching the place he is right now. That's real. And for you? What are the lessons the author wanted to convey in the story? What really got me is being an optimistic person. It's normal to have difficulties in life. Everyone experiences that. What's not normal is when we dull ourselves there. We should know the art of existing. We only live once. And each of us have a purpose in life. Let's stop the stigma of being hard on ourselves instead. Find ways to cope up and be the best version of yourself each day. Ah, that's indeed a heartfelt message. It's about making the most of every moment and finding positivity in every situation. The characters were great and indeed suitable for kids. Lessons will be served as well as realizations. For sure and to end our conversation well, I want to give you their biggest difficulty for this project. Go! Shoot your shot, man! Well, the biggest difficulty they had for this project was the title, Ang Batang Maraming Bawal, for which they couldn't find any appropriate translation. Suggested English titles like The Boy Who Couldn't Do Much, The Eric Kid, The Boy Who Couldn't, or what probably is the closest translation, The Boy Who Wasn't Allowed to Do a Lot of Things. All couldn't capture the spirit of the Tagalog title in the end. They just choose the easiest solution. You know what is that? Hmm. Which was to simply refuse to translate the title? Yes. <laughs> Isn't it great? That was an exciting experience indeed. At least the spirit of Tagalog title stayed. And dude, it was really a masterpiece, you know? For real, and I think this might be the end of our simple conversational podcast. I hope we gave you our last shot. Thanks for your time, homies. We hope you enjoyed and had a blast listening. Also, everything is impossible without our groupmates Marvelin Macanas, Jaden Season, and Aliza Mones. Thanks for your cooperation and kind considerations. Once again, I am Neil Oliver DeLeon. And I am Eunice Jacintora Miscal. Nenis, no, no signing, signing off. off.